Welcome to the Between the Dream Podcast. I'm your host, Richard Taylor Jr. Today is Monday, August 26, 2019. Listen, for those of you all that are new to the podcast, thank you so much for tuning in. I definitely hope that you all come back. Make sure you subscribe and make sure you share with somebody. And for my consistent, continuous viewers, listeners, I should say, thank you so much for your continued support. It means the world to me. Look, I'm hoping that all of you had a phenomenal weekend, that you had a really good time. It's so good to be back with you on the podcast. Uh, man, the road to traveling has started up again, so it's been a little crazy, but happy to be back here with this podcast episode today. And listen, I want to actually jump straight into this. I don't want to belabor or waste any time. So we're going to go ahead and we're going to talk. Um, today, I, I posted uh, this picture this morning. It's surfaced around a few times before on social media. I've seen it, you know, in times past. And essentially what it is, is just a, a picture with a bunch of different famous celebrities and well-known people who were what we would consider high energy folks, individuals who put out a lot of joy and laughter and just charisma and character. Um, but then above the picture of all of these different people, it said, this is what depression looks like. And um, today I decided to really just use this post in the morning time to discuss high functioning depression and the fact that it is something that I think for individuals who deal with it and struggle with it to know that it's not weak for them to admit that they actually deal with it, right? Because of the idea that you are saving face or that you are um, in some way, shape or form like admitting that you're not who you really are. And that's not the case. So what I wanted to do today with today's episode is really just break down a few concepts around the conversation of high functioning depression um, that I think are really important for those who have dealt with it or maybe dealing with it now. And I'm going to be speaking from some lived experience here as well. Um, and I just, I, like I said, I just, I'm hoping that it helps somebody. It was a, um, an overwhelming response this morning on the post and in my DMs from people who admit to being in this space or being in it once before. And so I just want to drop this for you all real quick. So I'm going to go over about five to six different points. Um, hopefully prayerfully to help you break free and and choose to open up to seek help to seek some counsel and to really do what you need for you so that you can actually continue to walk in your true gifting and purpose and before we go with the points i want to preface this by saying that everything that you put out from your charisma to your character personality who you are as a person the the work that you do the the love that you express for people that you show individuals all of those things about you are real those are adequate I don't want you to think that those are fake or that because you're dealing with this depression while functioning super high, that the high points that you experience or that you have are in some way, shape or form, not a part of you. That is not the case whatsoever. You are everything that you put out there. You're just human as well. And you have an internal battle. <clears throat> and that's what this conversation is going to focus around today. So. A few things that I have personally witnessed, um, experienced, and then I see now when it comes to the conversation of um, high-functioning depression. Listen, um, I think it's important, first and foremost, just to talk about the whole concept of faking it till you make it. I talked about that this morning um, in the caption of my post, and and, and so we can use a, the analogy of like imposter syndrome or faking it till you're making it, um, and, and a lot of times, this is what we tend to have happen, right? Um, you, you get into this mode where you play yourself really well in front of people. Oh, Hey, how are you doing today? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. Or man, I know a lot of folks in the church who be like really messed up. Um, but you know, Hey, how are you? And it's, Oh, I'm blessed and highly favored. Like, okay, that's great. But that's not really answering the question of how you're doing. You know, we can really get into a mode of saying certain things so much and 
getting into a cadence that we don't pay attention to the fact that we're just giving an answer and we're faking it, but not really in it the way that we should be. Right. And so I want to just encourage for those of you all who find yourself in that position to where you get up every day. You you know you're faking it. You know that you've been putting on this front that you have been so joyful and jolly and happy and gleeful around people. But on the inside, you feel like you are dying. Listen, you do not have to fake the funk. Um, it's okay for you to have your down days. It is okay for you to have the days where you are just really feeling it. Um, and I'm going to definitely talk a little bit more about what we can do to be productive and proactive in the moments when we're feeling it. But I just want to throw that out there. You do not have to continue to fake it. You do not have to continue to walk under this umbrella that makes it seem as if everything is perfect, that everything is hunky dory, that everything is okay. And so with that being said, um, for those of you all who find yourself in that position, let's make our number one priority um, this idea or this concept that actually comes from my third book, Love Between My Scars, where we talk about taking off the mask. I want to encourage you all to look at yourself in the mirror and, and, and ask yourself that hard question. Is there a mask that I am wearing? Am I covering things up and am I faking it? And do I need to learn how to positively and productively remove this mask so that I can truly be who I am and so that I can start getting down to the um, important areas of my struggle and what I'm going through in this process. My second component that I want to give you all that I think is um, is super important because I know what this one is like personally to have lived it. Um, and sometimes we do this thing where we we Oh my God, we're super extra on the days that it's the worst, right? But if we can just talk about how bad the unbearable days are, right? Um, uh, or I guess how unbearable the bad days are, right? Um, our, our, our bad days when we are dealing with high functioning depression, um, can be very, very tough. Um, you do everything you can to try and just make it through. You're trying to be your best self. And even in those moments of trying to be your best self, you find out that you can't focus, right? So whether this is you going to the gym and trying to like really get through a workout that's supposed to be your space where you can release and you have those days where it's just so bad that you can't even and focus in and really get into a good mode and zone for a workout or you can't get into a good space for your work whether you're going into a job or whether you're working for yourself or whether you're in school and you're going to class and you cannot focus for the life of you because you feel this agonizing torment or these agonizing tormenting thoughts that continue to just just boggle you down and beat you up inside. I really want for you all to understand that I know how this feels, right? And and with those bad days, sometimes you might even feel like um your bad days are, are consistent sometimes, right? And you know how it is on those bad days, guys. Like you don't you don't deliver the same way that you normally do. And so that can be an issue for you internally as well, because now you're down on yourself from the simple fact that you feel like there was more that you could have done and you could have been better about this whole thing. And I just want to encourage you all um, in this to understand that in those bad days, it's okay for you to feel the brunt of it. Um, but at the same time, uh, it's not your job to rest and stay in the space on those bad days. And because of that, that is why I believe it's so important 
um, that we're having this conversation about what you should do if you find yourself dealing with high function and depression. And this is why it's important for you to make sure that you are seeking help, seeking counsel. Therapy is definitely on the table for you if you find yourself in the position where you feel like your bad days are massively unbearable. Um, and then I want to follow up with that because I know that when we live and walk in those bad days, one of the things that I noticed for myself when I was going through the high function depression is that the amount of energy and life that you have to try and put off on those days is is so draining like you don't want to be bothered by the end of it you are are like going in overdrive and even in that you feel like the overdrive that you're putting out is not enough so you're exhausted not even at the end of the day right you can be exhausted you know within the first hour by trying to quote unquote set a tone for your day but because you are going through so much negativity and and you're depressed from whatever it is you might be feeling or struggling or going through at that time, um, you trying to set the tone has actually been like this space of like chronic exhaustion to where you have put out so much in such a little bit of time. You've literally put out all you really had for that day, for that moment and for that time. And I just want to encourage you um, and let you know that if this is you, this is definitely another reason um, and another area which you look to and say, hey, Therapy, counseling, counsel, um, talking to a friend, seeking out my community, taking some time for R&R, being able to open um, open up past my own mask and, and start to address and deal with these issues are so important for you because what tends to happen is, is that um, if you don't, what, what you will end up doing is finding yourself in this 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 position to where what could have been for a moment or for a day, that exhaustion starts to trail out throughout an entire week. So you go from having a bad day to having a bad week, right? And we know how that can be. It's just like you can't seem to get in a groove. You're over it. It's like throw the whole day away, throw the whole week away. You know what? We're just going to start again next week, right? And and I want to see more from you all. I know that you deserve more. So there are some things that we can do in the moments when we find ourselves in days like those days, right? Because there are a lot of things that lead to it. For, for many of us um, that that function high, um, but that depression can still try and seep in. Um, man, I, I noticed one thing in, in particular with a lot of us who have either been in that space or in this space now, we aren't the most organized of people. And if you know I'm talking to you, just give me a little head shake, amen, or a hallelujah, right? We are not the I have noticed this people who tend to deal with high functioning depression. Um, we're not the most organized and we're not the most mentally organized. We our thoughts seem to run rampant. Um, we know that we have a lot to do. And, and, and the crazy part is, is, you know, you know what you have to do. And somehow you tend to make a way every day to make it all happen without truly being 100 percent organized within um, you know, seeing whatever the task is completely through. Right. And so I, I just want to encourage some prioritization in your task that could really help you 
on the days where you tend to feel like you are putting out an enormous amount of energy, right? And when you're doing this, I want to encourage you to not be so critical on yourself for not being able to get through everything that you had set out for that day on the days where you just don't have the energy to give like you normally do. Hear me. You're okay. There's nothing wrong with you. Do not beat yourself up. Sometimes you will have those days and those moments where you can only get so much done, but in getting that little bit done, you are still moving closer to your dreams and your goals, to all of the tasks that you need to complete. It's totally fine. Prioritize what's most important on those days and just give your best in that. And when you have nothing else to give, it's okay for you to start pulling back. Next area that I want to focus on, I think this might be our fourth one. Um, and, and this one's tough, but I think this one is critical. Many of us who have either dealt with, excuse me, or currently deal with high functioning depression, um, we we have this tendency to have to prove that we're struggling and that we need help. This goes into the whole sector of what we've seen so many people talk about for so long. Check on your strong friends. Check on the friends who help everybody else. Reach out to the, you know, that that whole conversation piece, right? And I totally agree. It's super important because what tends to happen for those of you all listening who have the strong friend, who have the friend that deals with high-functioning depression, it is very important to understand that a lot of times those friends do have to put out a lot of energy just to prove that they are going through. It it becomes very hard for people to believe that. I was talking to my wife one day, um, and, and Delina's so amazing. Uh, she, we, I forgot what the conversation was originally about, but she came back to me the next day and she was just like, babe, I'm sorry. Um, yes, I'm sorry. Uh, first and foremost, I just want to address the fact that in a productive marriage, both parties apologize. Throwing that out there for whoever needs it. Love you. But no, she came to me and she was like, babe, I'm sorry. She was like, you opened up last night about just feeling so overwhelmed with where you are with so much happening right now. And she was like, you know, I'm, I'm so used to seeing you do so much that that. I almost look at you as Superman, but I, I forget that you're human. And and I, I really appreciated that from her because I remember the week as far as what was going on. I had like maybe four events that week and it was just like everything was back to back. It was a lot of travel. And then I was trying to get like work done around the house while also taking care of her contracts. And so it was just a lot in, in a, a span of like four and a half days. And so her coming back and saying that really meant a lot to me. But I just want to I want to just kind of deflect that and, and throw that out there to you all as well as to understand the people around you, whether this is your spouse, your child, um, your friend, your sibling, whatever the case might be, a relative around you. Um, man, for those of you all who are even doing counseling and therapy um, for individuals, uh, please do not forget that while you see those close to you or those that you're helping and working with in such a great light because they do so much great work and it seems like they're always on point do not forget that they need help as well right and don't don't put them in this box to where they have to get to a breaking point to prove that they're struggling right this is the concept behind checking on your strong friend, checking on the friend that um, is always helping everybody else. And so I just want to throw that out there for you all, because I think it's massively important as we have this conversation moving forward. 
my fifth point for you all that I think um, we can all learn from um, is that um, outside of the exhaustion, uh, and this is going to be my final point actually as well, outside of the exhaustion and everything that's going on and all of that you're feeling, taking off the mask, I just need for you all to understand that even though you feel all of this, even though you're very critical of yourself, even though you're your own worst enemy when it comes to just judging your performance um, and maybe even caring about what people think, uh, asking for help is the best thing that you can do. You are showing and exuding so much strength when you can ask for help as somebody who deals with high-functioning depression. Um, and so I think it's, it's it's so important for you to just make sure that you are in a place, two places. First, a place to admit, but then I think after that, a place to where you can receive the help that you deserve. And this is going to be so critical for you as you move forward because you do not want to um, continue to go down this path trying to do this on your own. I'm here to let you know that you weren't called to do it on your own. You were not created to carry this load and this burden by yourself when it comes to the fact that you are a high performer, but because of your high performance and the things that you go through and the hard work that you do and the amount of people that you impact and the the folks that you touch, it doesn't mean that, you know, you are susceptible to being human, dealing with the depression, dealing with the anxiety that just comes with having to quote unquote perform. And so I want to encourage you all to do a few things here. Seek help, right? Seek your community. I talk about this in my latest book, my fifth book, The Other Side, Freedom from Depression and Suicide, right? Like, And so in this book, I talk about the, the importance of the power of community, um, not being afraid to embrace the community around you, um, even and specifically embracing the challenges that comes with community because they will hold you accountable. They will uh, push you to be your best self. They will remind you of the very things that you say you want to do, right? You've got to embrace your community. Um, Then beyond that, like I said, prioritizing your task for the day and not beating yourself up if you don't get to everything in a day's time, right? For those of you all that are married that that find yourself in this position and you deal with this, I want to encourage you to lean closer into your spouse in the form of having some really productive um, and positive communication, when it comes to your feelings and what you're going through. And, and I want to encourage you not to communicate at the last minute, but to communicate often and communicate loudly when you do. When I say loudly, I'm not talking about screaming or shout match. I'm saying loudly from a standpoint of being bold and courageous enough to admit to the one that you love the most, that you're that mo- the most vulnerable with, that, hey, this is where I am right now. This is what I'm feeling. And this is what I'm experiencing. Right. And, and I think that that is so important. Um, then there's the other piece, too. Um, and I've, I've given you all this in some podcasts before, but you've got to get back to your muse. What do I mean by getting back to your muse? You've got to get back to the thing that you find pleasure and joy in. Right. Um, the productive things. Let's be very clear. So I've talked to you in times past about, you know, some of the things that I do 
when it comes to being overwhelmed, right? I'll go sit off the water. I find so much peace and tranquility off the water, right? If I'm not doing that, you know, sometimes I'll be driving around um, and, and just looking at beautiful architecture and homes. I get out with my friends when I need to. I'm productive by going to the gym and being active. I am always out and about when it comes to just seeing new things, doing new things, right? Um, these are all little small things, but what is your muse? Do you find uh, productivity in, in your arts, in your drawing, in your creation of music? Another way f- that I, I find it too is just like for me personally, man, I'll go ham just throwing on some worship music and just going for it, singing my little heart out, you know, like I'm in a concert full of 50,000 people and <laughs> just really going for it. Um, whatever it is for you, if it's reading, if it's if it's taking time away from people and not from a standpoint of isolating yourself, but more so just recharging. I want to encourage you to really dive into the things that help you to become replenished, rejuvenated and renewed, um, because that is going to be so important for you as you continue to move forward. And, and you don't have to continue to live with the depression if you can learn to address it. But then I also want to encourage you in that as well. Sorry forgot about this, but how you eat your diet, right? Are you taking in um, foods that are high in, in, you know, the right antioxidants? Are you taking in um, food that is, is, is high in omega-3 fatty acids? Are you taking in food that are good for brain function, the vegetables and the fruits, not this processed crap that we buy over the counter off the shelves or this frozen stuff that is high in preservatives and sodium where we can't even name some of the things that are in it, can you take the time to even reset your internal system, your organs, your gut, um, and, and your brain waves and function, your your lymphatic and blood systems, right? Like, guys, we, we've got one body, and I'm preaching to myself, we've got to take care of it. We've, we've got to take care of it. These are some things that can help in the curbing of that depression, too, because what happens when you start dealing with high-functioning depression, you eat your feelings sometimes. You eat yourself into a rut. And and you find yourself in those days where you are just completely out of it. You don't want to be bothered. You want to stay home. You're so exhausted. You don't even feel like getting out of bed. And you just start eating your life away at home for the day, like just moping and, and falling deeper and deeper into the feelings that you're currently dealing with. And I just want to encourage you all. To, to be mindful of even how you're treating your mind and treating your body and treating yourself in these critical moments. Um, I want to continue this conversation. I'm going to bring a special friend on next week for the podcast, a good, good friend of mine from the Midwest who is a licensed therapist and an amazing uh, counselor who uh, I, I think she's going to speak really well to so much. So Trish and I'll be back on uh, maybe even later this week, but this will continue in this conversation. How can we help individuals dealing with high functioning depression, right? And and how can we continue to move forward? Because the fall time is coming, right? And whether you deal with high functioning depression, whether you deal with seasonal depression, whether you deal with you know uh, uh, an actual chemical imbalance, we know how critical the fall time is is when it comes to the season feeling longer, so much stress because of the change of season, the weather's change, and it's not as sunny all the time. All of these things play in, and we know fall to be that season of depression more than the other seasons. And so let's let's gird ourselves up and, and be proactive with this. So I will be back, and we're going to continue to have this conversation. Listen, if you've got questions, 
please send them in. You can email me at booking at richardtaylorjr.com. Send me an email there or DM me on Instagram, Jr. Shoot me a message on Facebook, Richard L. Taylor Jr. At Truly Taylor Made on Twitter. Wherever you are that I am, shoot me a message. If you want to add to this conversation, if you want to join the conversation, if you've got questions, make sure you send them to me. Also, make sure you check out my website if you haven't already. Go grab a copy of each one of my five books. I guarantee you it'll be a blessing to you. As always, family, you're not losing in life. You're not failing. You are simply between the dream. What is between the dream? It's the point between your present moment and your promise. I like to call this the process. Between the dream is the process. When you embrace your process, you embrace your progress. And when you embrace your progress, you can walk into every promise, every purpose, and every plan for your life. Until next time.